Well, good Thursday evening. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry we're late to the party, but we, all of our guests tonight, we've been having like a hoot on here, a really good time. Um, our show is sponsored tonight by Compton Family Winery, and we're going to go there live because today is Pinot Noir Day. And I know you probably didn't know that, but everybody should be drinking Pinot Noir today and the whole weekend. And she's going to tell us about that. Tabitha is joining us. Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome, baxed or not. And Rosa Real Estate, Derek's going to join us on a little clip to talk a little bit about that. So let's get this thing going. I'm going to run a couple of ads real quick and then we'll get the theme rolling. Dancer here. Before the fall rush sets in, now is the time to get in to see the dentist. Oregon's best dentist and still my dentist is Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental in Eugene. Dr. Bratlin and his staff are second to none. You have a tooth you need crowned? Give them a call and they'll get you in ASAP. Remember, at Chris Dental, everyone is welcome, vaccinated or not. I'm going to share this news. I got a letter in the mail a couple of days ago from Matt Powell at Bluing Capital. Uh, apparently, I was in the top 5% of all agents in Lane County for the last quarter. And I uh, wanted to just thank all my friends, my family, all of my clients that have supported me through this. wanted to give a shout out to EXP. I've been here just about a year now. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. Let's do it again in the third quarter. Well, I think if it was the last quarter, fourth quarter, I helped him because he sold my house. So if you're looking for somebody to sell your house, um, that, that's the man, Derek Roser with Roller Real Estate Group. Roser Real Estate Group. Um, Bill London's coming too. He's not going to join the fun party part, but let's go to, um, I'm just going to bring everybody in here. So we got Rob from Basin Tackle. Um, he's down in Charleston. We got Kim Stark. She's in Coburg for the uh, concert series that's on Thursday nights in Coburg. And then we've got Tabitha Compton, and she's in Philomath, or how Rob says Philomath. Philomath. Um, because Rob is from the South, and he doesn't understand anything in Oregon. I don't know what. He's, he's still learning. So, um so I just thought, you know, we were having this conversation beforehand. Everybody's just getting a little bit crazy. So I thought, what the heck? Why are we not just all on here together? We could do this. Hi from Yonkala and good land of freedom evening. Gary! <laughs> you know, what, what you all don't know at home is that Rick's really nice here. But before we go live, he's very, very abusive to me it's in particular. It's a whole different ballgame, yeah. Whole different, whole different. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. I'm Jekyll. I'm so cruel to them before. You know, actually, people would believe that because they've been on my Facebook page. To, to the guy who came on today was reading me the riot act. It's like, don't give I give you seven things that I'm going on here. And then I get people in floors write me and they go, oh, my gosh, you were really good at answering that guy. That's awesome. <laughs> so, First off, I think we need to understand that one of the most important things going on right now is I'm going to cover up a few faces. I wish it was Rob's, but it's not. Oh, everybody got covered. Happy National Pinot Noir Day. Yeah, over know. here. I'm live and now, but I can't hear them. So, uh oh, she can't. Tabitha can't hear me. So, this is National Pinot Noir Maybe. Day. Maybe they can't hear me. Thursday through Sunday from 12 to 5, they're having vertical testing. So, oh, there, she's going to come back on again. Where, where, where did she go? <laughs> Tabitha? Where, where? Rob, did you, wait, did you move her? Didn't touch anybody. Go, there I am. I'm moving all over the place. Rob Whoa. was getting jealous. He wanted her corner. He wanted her spot. I took it. I took it. It's like a Russia-Ukraine thing going on. Is it too early? Is it too soon? No, it's not. Tabitha, can okay. you hear us? Can you hear us? 
Go ahead, talk. <laughs> I can't hear you. Talk, talk. <laughs> Just tell us what you want to tell us. <laughs> I can't hear you at all. Tabitha, well, just talk. <laughs> okay, let me do something here. Um, hmm. Just tell me. I can hear the show. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yes. good. <laughs> so talk. Go for okay, it. Okay, I'll tell you what's going on. I guess you can hear me. There you go. Uh, this weekend, we're open Thursday, which is today, through Sundays noon to five, we are doing, because it's National Pinot Noir Day, we are doing a vertical Pinot Noir tasting. So 2016, 17, and 2018 Pinot Noir. And I'm here in the tasting room. I've got a few different people that are here. Like, I don't, I don't know if they can hear us, but they were just, we can. I don't know if you're in there, Pat. Anyways, yes, you can hear us. I'm not sure why I can't hear you. But anyways, we're all here enjoying wine. I'm not yet, but I might soon. <laughs> if you're because asking me questions, I can't hear you. <laughs> okay, so I will finish for you. I okay. hope that was great. <laughs> that was really good for not especially. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to pull tab out there. Um, it's so the wine. Anyways, it's so the wine. She's can. so lit up right now. All weekend, they're doing wine tasting. Um, and you guys go up there, taste their wine. And then if there's something you like, you get, if you mention Rick Dancer. Rick Dancer. Rick Dancer. Then you'll get $15 off two bottles or more. So if you buy two bottles right. or more, you get $15 off. Not bad, huh? We just passed that, Rick, on our way back from Depot Bay, didn't we? I just realized that. Yeah, it's right yeah. in Philomath. When you come from the coast through Philomath, it's right there as you come into town. Yeah. Coolest little place in there. And they do all their wine. You might like this, Rob. They do their wine um, in concrete eggs. That's where they that's where they ferment it. I don't understand the ways of your people, Rick. <laughs> he doesn't even understand IPA, Rick. No, I don't want intense pea aroma. IPA. I've tried them. I've had now a few I'm of them. I'm not going to be able to drink it anymore. It just sounds so gross. You're welcome. Curfling. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man, there's a ton of people coming on here. Hi, Kim. Um, let's see. The quality wine lady, Tabitha. There's, there's Okay, so uh -oh, Rob has a red pin. He means business. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, he looks professional. And Matt Kendall, great discount on wine. Oh, he put the, this is what you can do, too. You can just go online and buy it as well. But you, I think most people want to taste their wine before they do it. I mean, uh, yeah. don't Rob, do not play off of that one. I gave you a, I threw no, out. No, no, no. And I stopped. I was really good just now. Did you see what I did? I was really good. I just I sat there quietly. So Kim, tell us what's going on in Covert before, um, so Rob can be a part of this whole thing. Oh, great. I'm so happy he's a part of it. Here is our concert Thursday. That wasn't genuine. It was, wasn't it? And they have these cute little booths set up behind me. They're going to have music here starting in about an hour. So we're perfect timing. I mean, not that it would, it would be fun to hear it, but you wouldn't be able to hear me. But they're going to start. They're setting up right now on the stage. I'm going to track down Tracy real quick. She's the, one of the organizers of this event. Can you talk to us real fast? I'm bugging her as she's, as she's working, but I'm going to grab her anyway. It's better over here. We can see. And she she was telling me earlier about how fun it is to have this back and and how they have how many how, listen how many vendors they've grown to and where they started from. Here's Rick up in the corner here. Hey, Let Rick. me turn it so you guys can. There see we us go. That how are you? 
Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I love the Thursday night Cobra thing. Kathy and I used to come out there and we bring our chairs and sit out there and go over to the bistro and grab a beer and then sit out and listen to the music. It's so awesome. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Well, last year we got cut short when the mandate came back and um, I think we had two or three markets. Um, and then we had about 12 vendors last year. And then this year we've been able to have them all. We did cancel a few weeks ago because of the extreme heat. Right. But we've had 25 vendors this year. Um, which has been amazing. Um, and it just, it's such a cool event, as you know, coming, bringing all the community out. You can bring a picnic, listen to music, shop around a little bit. So we just love what it does for the community and bringing everybody together. And, and don't some of the businesses stay open late? Like some of the places are staying open a little later too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Bistro normally closes at five or excuse me, three, and they're staying open till eight till the market and concerts are over. But we have nonprofit groups that come out trying to raise money for their different organizations. We have jewelry, we have bunt cakes. Um, so we have a lot of awesome people, not all from Coburg, but a lot of the people that are here, we try to support our local Coburgian businesses. We were talking about how you said it was kind of like a reunion sometimes. Mm -hmm. People come out here and find people they haven't seen in years. Well, especially with COVID, last week I heard a couple run into another couple and they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in years. And I think everyone's just been home with COVID and not out in the community. So it's been cool to see people reconnect. That's awesome. Well, now how many more weeks? Cause it's, it's halfway, you're kind of in the halfway process here, aren't you? Actually next week, it was officially our last week, but because we canceled, we're going to go one additional week, which will be August 31st. We're actually moving it for that last week to a Wednesday so that the fire department can come out. We're kind of doing like a family kids. We're gonna bring a bounce house and um, do a lot of kids activities so they can do something fun before they go back to school. So we have two more markets and concerts. You guys do a lot of stuff. And when is the antique fair this year? The antique fair is Sunday, uh, September 11th. And if you guys, I don't know, Rob, have you ever been to that? I mean, I haven't, I don't get out much. They don't let me leave town. It's like, a, it's a court thing. It's Someone told oh, me that well, 25,000 people come for that. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I think it's, if you, there's the good thing about it, Rob, is there's a lot of old things like me there. <laughs> 25,000 people and this town is a thousand? Yeah. Wow. Good job. Yeah. It's taken well, over. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to talk to us. You're welcome. Thank you. you. Nice to talk with you guys. Enjoy the rest oh. of your All right. See you later. Hey, you know what? Kimmy, yeah. I'm going to try this. Tab, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, look at you. I don't know what happened. She's, I, I did a whole pitch and everything, but I told people they can get wine. If they mention Rick Dancer, they can get a discount. Yeah, it's even if they come in, too, and, and join us in the tasting room. So um, so Pinot Noir. <laughs> I, Sorry, I'm Go ahead. Are you starting without us? <laughs> no, I've got people in the tasting room and, and this is Pat. This is Pat. He is one of the owners of Inkwell Home Store and he's the one I was trying to um, talk with about the wine glasses. Okay, Pat, hold it right there. Oh, wait, wait. I better. <laughs> or you can just tell him. Just tell him what I'm saying. So, Pat, can you hear me? Yeah. No, yeah, he I'm can't hear difficult. you because I okay. am having the whole problem with it. Okay, Let so what we're going to do is a show with Pat. Kim, don't you think this would be good? And Rob, you wouldn't know. Because <laughs> trust me, you wouldn't know. But there's different glasses for different wines. 
And so you don't, drink, ones, yeah. you don't drink a red out of a certain glass and you don't I'm drink a freaking a sommelier. I, you didn't know this about me? Oh, you know yeah. that? Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. I've been, I've been a wino for so long. It's not even funny. Are you, a, are you really? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I would I'm a wine never. snob. I'm a, to, I'm a total wine snob. I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a season where I'll, I'll, I'll drink a lot of different wines and stuff and like pair them with the foods I cook. You should see some of the stuff I cook, my friend. We need to get together. That, well, Tabitha, I had no idea that, um, I mean, it's, it's not like I just kind of figured Rob was good at Coors Light and that was about it because he doesn't Nothing like, IPA. he doesn't like IPA. So what, how, how what kind of taste could he have? <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Okay. You live it well. He's from the south. I just, I just like wine, and if I like it, I like it, and that's what I drink. That's how I roll. Yeah, she's not a snob about it. She's like really like it, it's just. One time I had her saying, "It's just good effing wine." <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name. I like that name. That would be Tabitha. You should have like a a brand, a whole thing. It's just good effing wine. <laughs> we're thinking um, we're just done with the bullshit here at the Compton Wines, and let's just drink. Ooh, I like that too. <laughs> she is my kind of woman. <laughs> Tabitha, thank you. Thank you. See you later. All right, you guys. So again, all weekend, 12 to 5, go in, taste some wine, get a discount if you mention my name, um, and everything goes cool. Um, so Rob, what's going on in Charleston? Kim and I are down. She, well, was, in New she was in Depot Bay today. Yeah, I okay. know. I could, have, I could have met up with you, huh? No, I, wait. I, wrong I'm area. sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go back a little bit here because I'm, I'm kind of offended. I, I have a separate wine chiller that I keep in my garage just for my different different whites and different varietals. And then we have different reds throughout the house, different parts of the house where they keep at different temperatures. And anytime we go anywhere, we stop at vineyards, we try different things and bring them back. And I have an assortment. I have cases and cases of wine glasses that are in some are particularly paired for even a specific brand of wine that you will get that that different body out of it and it's the way you hold the glass the heat that comes from your hand you know the the, the swishing and that is not just all for show it's actually a thing and, and i drink my tea like that yeah no i i love wines my gosh that's uh i, I pegged him way wrong rick i had i told i totally had him pegged wrong i just thought he was some hick from you know so I, I shouldn't even tell people the story. So the other day I was going through the back of the shop and sometimes I have cases of wine that we just put in various places. We forget about them. We go back to them a year later and I found a case of wine and it is a, it is a 2012 vintage of a, a, a I'm not going to mention their name because it, it's competition for, for one of your uh, sponsors, but it is like my favorite wine. And I have found a case of it. I was so excited. I forgot I had that. So it's kind of middle of the day and I take out one of my wine glasses and I, start snooting this stuff back and i hadn't had lunch um, by the end of the day i think i was ready to fist fight anybody that walked in it was it was all kinds of fun just me and the cat and a bottle of wine and it was uh, just a wonderful time like oh kim can you imagine you go into the bait tackle shop yeah i'd like some bait i'll give you a bait i'll give you a bait <laughs> would you call me <laughs> i cannot imagine the next day that was probably painful i don't want to talk about it mm -hmm. so gary says if you don't crush a walnut in between your cheeks as you sniff the wine, <laughs> it's not sophisticated enough. I got to bring Tabitha back for that. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, no, I haven't. Gary, I, we think you're full of shit. That is funny. That's, that's a squirrel thing. Hey, I've told Rick this too, but as you say, it might be a competition with one of your sponsors. So much, I, I feel like if you're drinking wine, what's good for one is good for all. So, But you should yeah. come and enjoy our wines. 
I need to. No, I, I will. We just actually, we were up by, uh, we were in Seaside for a few days. So we kind of hit part of the coast and part of the inland. I don't know where I was. We just drove and found some cool stuff. And uh, had I known, had I known, we could have made a detour and gone that way. Last weekend in Cannon Beach. So follow us and you can see where I tootle all over pouring wine. Yeah, we there need we to go. do that. Where are you, where are you going to be? In, when are you going to be in Cannon Beach? I was just there on Saturday. That's, oh, um, wow. Yeah. Now that, now that everything's fine, I travel around and pour wine again. Awesome. Oh, fun. That's kind of fun. So, Rob, is there anything big coming up in Coos Bay this weekend? Nothing really other than kind of the sporting season. Kind of it's tuna starting to happen. And you want to talk about mm -hmm. pairing different stuff. I, I make a fantastic uh, tuna dish and it's with a uh, a ginger shiitake mushroom uh, reduction and it's it's on a it's on a bed of rice and, and I, I I'm gonna send you pictures of this thing it's it's all from scratch and I like to try it with different wines and I find a nice you know Pinot Noir would actually go really nice with this because there's kind of like a sweet element to the the ginger and cream sauce that goes with this tuna and it's tuna season now I don't like canned tuna everybody likes to can their tuna I like to just take it fresh and cook these different things with it. And you kind of, you sear it just like you would a steak. Cook it till medium rare. If you, if you cook it to, to medium or well done, I don't know. There, there's a special place in hell for people like that. But you, you just cook the tuna like you do a medium rare steak. And it's just so fantastic. And a nice glass of wine and you sit outside and drink that. So that's kind of like the outdoor season going on. There's, there's some festivals and stuff. We have the Blackberry Arts Festival going on, uh, things like that. It's that kind of it's that time of year, but it's also the weather's just getting nice here now, and it's like the Sunday of summer. It's almost yeah. over, and it just starts here. So kind of our yeah. weird little spot here, our microclimate. Summer starts, and then it's like, hey, where'd everybody go? And it's over. <laughs> it's sad. Well, do you guys feel like in Oregon, Kim? Did you feel today? Do you feel like fall's coming? Oh, I can totally feel. As soon as August starts, I feel it. Some people argue yep. with me. I'm like, nope, I feel it. I smell it. It's, yep, yep. it's totally. Yep. As soon as August hits. I have to disagree. I was sweating at 9 a.m. with uh, the humidity <laughs> outside. It is so. hum it is humid. It is humid. I can just feel fall in the air. Maybe it's the teacher in me. I'm just like, nope, it's too soon. <laughs> well, Sometimes when I drink a lot, I sweat too. It's okay. There's no shame. You know, when I drink IPA and then I go pee. <laughs> <laughs> then it smells like cat pee, according to Rob. So yeah. So in Montana, we don't know what to expect. That's the weirdest thing about here, you know, because you're kind of going, we don't know what, because we start feeling like it's still 70 at night. Like, you know, we we have right. the door, we sleep with our doors open. Nobody locks their doors here. And now I'm even like- You crazy kids. Now I'm the kind of guy, like I park my car in the truck downtown. I look around. I don't, I don't lock my doors either, Rick. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Facebook just pulled me now. Yeah. yeah. And me. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's so funny because you just, um, it's a whole different world, you know, and I don't know, we don't know what that's going to happen, but I'm going to be back in Oregon for my kid's wedding around the mid-September. So oh, that's right. That's and seeing what's going on. I don't know how I'm going to do all this work at the same time, but we'll figure it out as we go. Well, what guys, part of Oregon? What part of Oregon are you going to be in? Getting married in Hood River. Oh, okay, that's too far away. I was going to get you some fish. I'm going to be in Eugene because I'm working on this project for the Murray family doing a documentary. So I'm going to be in there for just a couple of days. But most of the time it's going to be I'm going to be down in the Oregon coast at our beach home that we have that it's my my time to get my time. So I'm nice. Go but of there. course, you have a project. He's always working. Even for his son's wedding, he has a project lined up. I am. <laughs> I'm actually officiating my son's wedding. Oh, good. 
Because I, I do that on the side. I mean, people, yeah. You you be your little wine snob. I marry people. And I also bury him. If you die, I would do your memorial service. Yeah, you, no, I, I, no, I, I'm going to talk yeah. to you. About and that. you like cemeteries. This is all coming together. <laughs> this is all coming together. Now it's making sense. Yes. Man of many trades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you bury him and you bury him. And I'll tell you I'm, what. Honestly, I'm the excited. burying is better because the burying, it only happens once. I've had a friend come to me twice and I, I married him twice. I mean, not me personally, um, <laughs> but I officiated the wedding twice. And then the third time he came to me, I said, no, you're a problem. No. God, <laughs> you need someone else. In straight in hell, because did you not know this guy was going to be a horrible husband? He didn't. He failed twice. It's not going to happen a third <laughs> time. I mean, no, I'm not going to be a part of this. Repeat offender. A repeat offender. So I said no. But yeah, so, I, so Jake asked me and I'm going to do his wedding and that'll be kind of fun. That I is mean, pretty you know. cute. Speaking of documentaries, I am looking, I'm really excited about the 2020 expose when they interview me and they sit down and I'll be like, no, I totally had Rick pegged. I mean, I knew this from the get go. Nobody believed me. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy, but he liked cemeteries and burying people. <laughs> I mean, y'all didn't see it coming. It's going to be, I'm excited. It'll be fun. <laughs> So then when I snap, but that's what you're going to say. I knew it all along. Oh my God. Yes. Because Kim, remember we used to have to go to news stories and we'd be like, yeah. He never went out. Nobody ever saw him. He was a, he was a transient inside of a house there, but I never thought he'd kill anyone. But that's not what they're going to say about Rick. Rob will say, I knew this all along. No. I saw that tendency in him. Dancer was saw that coming. Completely yeah. a murderer. I could just how did the rest of you not know? He just smiled. He learned how that anchor smile, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that face everybody copies, right? And here's what they used to tell us: Okay, so to to, to do the open, we want you to do this because it's such a natural thing to do. <laughs> I mean, who does that? And they'd have you I, on there, and we'd go, "This is so stupid." <laughs> It feels like I'm in the presence of royalty right now. That's almost like the the queen does this wave. You have that thing. Wow. Well, yeah, that's like every time Don't I just think. going on my show and going. Yeah, it's how it works. Yeah, Kim. Oh, Kim, look at you. You still have it. My so kids used to get rid of it. We do family pictures or something, and my kids would go because um, <laughs> they say, "Okay, smile," you know. And I'd smile. They go, "Dad, how do you do that so fast?" I said, "Because you got to get it done." And, and you know, in the news business, it was like, "Okay, smile." I'm, I'm Remember the pictures came? It would take forever oh, yeah. to get all those pictures taken. Yeah. Oh, I've trained my kids. They do it now, too. I'm like, oh, gosh, sorry. I passed that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you guys, we've got Coburg. We've got music in the park tonight. Um, and we had their website up there. Uh, Matt was kind enough to put that on there. So, check that out for other Thank events you, going on. Um, Tabitha will be at Philomath all weekend. Um, pour in wine and you guys can check out their website, go in there, save a little money. If you mentioned Rick dancer and then look around the place. Cause it's really super cool. You got to see the, the, the concrete eggs that they make their wine in that they, they, uh, I almost said roast it. <laughs> For, okay. Go ahead. Oh, I can't really, they're cute. I think she's stammering a little. There's an egg. Yeah. <laughs> that was Rob. There they are. Yep. There's the eggs. Did you see them? Okay. Oh. No. Guess what? Uh, she just figured out we were talking that we were going. <laughs> it takes a little longer. It's kind of like life. It's right. kind of like some people that push a certain political band. 
Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm watching one of those card games. You know when they flip the little cards and they. Uh, yes, huh? that's what it is. But you don't flip it. You don't flip it just right. You kind of hesitate for that moment and it does one of those things. Right, here's my. <laughs> right, <laughs> not quite the same. <laughs> oh, this is—I don't know what this was, but that was super fun. Yeah, that was good. You guys, it was really good having Kim. Thank you for driving all the way back from Depot Bay to do Coburg because she knew Rob was going to be here doing the coast. I know. I was like, okay, fine. There can't be two of us at the coast, even though we're totally. Well, it's different a, it's a big coast. It's a. I gotta big say, coast. I did not want to come back to this weather. It was lovely there. All right, yeah. and Tabitha, it's good seeing you. Thank you. Well, good to see now you. she's normal. I'm normal. <laughs> I think she, yeah, I'll look at you. I think she just does that. To check. She can hear us, and she's just going, oh, I'm going to play with her. I don't know what happened before, but I could hear you. And when you, yeah, came back But it in. actually made it way more fun. Mm -hmm. It did. It did. All right, <laughs> see you guys later. Um, Bill Alendon's coming up in just a second, so Tabitha, we'll see you later. Kimmy, thank you very much for doing what you do. Rob, Bye guys. Thanks for being a stinker just like you are. My pleasure. Take care, y'all. You ever want to do a little cut, a little um, tuna cooking? Um, Kim and I'd be glad to help. Yeah, you. I, I need to yeah. I need to hook you up, at least with a recipe and find a way to get you some get you some fish here out there. Yeah. You can keep yeah, the prairie oysters, but also do some fish. Now that I know this about you, the wine, you gotta set up like a wine course meal. Yeah. Yeah. We we're we're pretty snobby people really get right down to it it's like i'll 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 pick my teeth with a pocket knife while i'm pairing <laughs> wine with it's it's a strange it's a strange dichotomy it's, oh uh, my gosh kim i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm okay. <laughs> no words no words all right we'll see you later bye you guys bye you guys see you Take care, y'all. see you man all right bill london's got some news for us to get us caught up on what's going on this week bill where are you Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, co-host of The Wake Up Call, heard 6 AM to 9 on this fine radio station. And by the way, this is all I'm brought to you by Dr. Michael Bratland of Chris Dental. I, I mean, literally, he picks me up in the car in the morning and brings me here. He feeds me lunch, plies me with liquor. It's all a wonderful relationship. So here's a look at some of the stories we're following. Portland State political science professor Bruce Gilley, who is working with a national free speech group, has sued the person in charge of the Twitter account of the University of Oregon's Division of Equity and Inclusion to unblock him from seeing or responding to the account's posts. There's a certain irony that he's been blocked from, well, a Twitter account dealing with inclusion. Anyway, the public university can't, under the First Amendment, create a public online forum and prevent him from having equal access to it, at least based on his point of view, according to the suit. Gilly, who champions race blindness and is highly critical of typical university diversion, equity, and inclusion initiatives, initiatives, found himself blocked from at UO equity in June after he retweeted one of its tweets about racism with the comment, quote, all men are created equal. His lawsuit, filed in federal court in Portland, seeks to force the division's communications manager, Tova Staben, to unblock him from at UO equity and to prevent her from blocking other Twitter users based on their points of view. According to an automatically generated reply to her U of O email account, Stamen retired at the end of July. 
Del Coldy, lead lawyer for Gilly, who works at the Washington, D.C.-based Institute for Free Speech, noted, though, that Staben is still listed on the UO websites as the communication lead for, division, for the division and said Gilly's legal team would ask the judge to require Staben's successor to reverse the block. Now, the 32-page suit lists what at UO Equity typically sends out and Gilly's long-standing positions that are at odds with much of what the account promotes. The account tweets about matters including Asian culture, food justice, the harmful effects of harassment and discrimination against LBGTQ people in schools, the historic significance of Justice Katanji Brown Jackson's nomination, and the transformative journey of Africans to Africans living in America, solidarity discussions centered on social and racial justice, the International Transgender Day of Visibility, and so on. The suit says Gilly, by contrast, categorically rejects his employer's claim that his university sits on stolen land and resists attempts by his employer to impose the ideology of diversity, equity, and inclusion on campus. The suit says he has previously declined to sign a Black Lives Matter statement because it amounts to an ideological pledge. And he also resists what he views as the ideological indoctrination of students. He believes that diversity, equity, and inclusion calls for discrimination against university faculty, students, and applicants who are not members of groups favored by Staben and her superiors at the University of Oregon Division of Equity and Inclusion. Well, Oregon governor candidate, Betty Johnson submitted petitions to the Secretary of State to qualify her insurgent bid for governor in the November 8th general election. The campaign for Johnson, the former Democratic state senator from Columbia County, delivered boxes it said contained position, uh, petitions with 48,200 and some signatures to the Secretary of State, Shamia Fagan. The count by Johnson's campaign would actually be more than twice the minimum number of valid signatures required, and even with the usual attrition of invalid signers, would be well over the number necessary to qualify, according to Johnson's campaign spokesperson. The next step for the election division officials are to validate the signatures by checking a random sampling sufficient to show any problems with the overall signature effort. If Johnson by the way, were to win the election, she'd be only the second governor elected without a majority nomination. The other was Julius Meyer, an independent elected to one term back in 1930. Well, gee, this won't hurt your pocketbook. A draft plan for a universal health care in Oregon would raise taxes on the state's residents and businesses by more than 21 billion dollars a year. The health care task force was established by a 2019 bill rammed through by Democrats and instructed them to propose a system that would provide free, free, publicly funded health care to all Oregonians. The task force is making its final recommendation to the legislature by September. The health plan would be funded by an employer payroll tax that would collect about $12 billion in 2026 and by a personal income tax that would collect about $10 billion. 
Not only are these taxes significant, but the people and businesses who would pay them, I think we all pretty much agree, are already under a pretty heavy tax burden. Oregon businesses' tax burden is among the highest in the 20 is, uh, the country's 20 highest, and the combined state and local income tax rate in the nation is the fourth highest. Meanwhile, more than 95% of Oregonians already have access to health care. The health plan would be administered by the state. Oh, nothing could go wrong there because the state does so well on everything. Like, remember how easy it was to collect unemployment during the pandemic? Man, the state had it going on. And this health plan promises to be far more complicated than even Cover Oregon, the health insurance marketplace on which Oregon, Oregon spent, what was it, about a quarter of a billion dollars and never signed up a single individual? Neat. Republican lawmakers in the Oregon legislature are taking steps to get a measure on the 2024 ballot that would impact homeowners 65 or older. The measure, called Initiative Petition 10, is a constitutional amendment that would freeze the property tax assessment of a senior citizen's primary residence. Republican State Senator Bill Kenimer of Canby is one of the sponsors of IP10. Well, Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, who was increasingly uh, under fire, was also increasingly open Wednesday on considering whether to make a 2024 presidential campaign after getting the hell beat out of her in the Republican primary to challenger Harriet Hageman, who is backed by former President Donald Trump. The third-term congresswoman called Trump, quote, a very grave threat and risk to our Republicans said defeating him will require a broad and united front of Republicans, Democrats, and independents, and she says that's what she intends to be a part of. She declined to say if she would actually run for president, but conceded she was thinking about it. She also said during her concession speech, I have said since January 6th I will do whatever it takes to ensure Donald Trump is never anywhere near the Oval Office again, and I mean it. By the way, she lost by 35 points. The Oregon Health Authority has confirmed the state's first pediatric case of monkeypox virus, and the OHA and county public health officials say the case is linked to an adult monkeypox infection that was confirmed last month. Dr. Dean Seidlinger, the health officer and state epidemiologist at OHA, said, quote, the child did not get the virus at school, child care, or other community settings. They say to protect the patient confidentiality, OHA will not disclose the child's sex, age, county of residence, or how the child was connected to the previously diagnosed case. The pediatric case is one of about 116 presumptive and confirmed cases of monkeypox in Oregon, which includes 112 men and four women. Right now, most of the cases are primarily in men who have sex with other men. And finally, this is a story from Scotland, but I really like it. Local authorities in Scotland have come in for criticism after they appointed a man to the role of 
period dignity officer responsible for coordinating the region's response to a new law that makes menstrual products free in that country. A group of colleges and local councils in the Tay region in eastern Scotland announced the appointment of Jason Grant, who previously worked as a student well-being officer at a local college. But critics argue that a woman would have been better suited for the job. Even retired tennis star Martina Navratilova commented on the news of his appointment, calling it on her Twitter account, fucking ridiculous. She said, have we ever tried to explain to men how to shave or how to take care of their prostate or whatever? This is absurd. However, you have tried to tell us men how to live our lives. Well, at least my wife has. Grant's role is the first of its kind in Scotland. Jason will lead a regional campaign across schools, colleges, and wide, uh, wider communities, raising awareness and understanding of the new act and ensuring the Scottish government funding is allocated appropriately. The Period Products Act came into force Monday, meaning that menstrual products, including tampons and pads, are going to be made available free of charge at public facilities in Scotland, and it's going to be the responsibility of local authorities and educators to ensure the products are available free of charge. Now, Grant, a, formal, a former personal trainer and tobacco salesman, said he believes he brings a lot to the role. He says, I think being a man will help me break down barriers, reduce stigma, and encourage more open discussions. Although affecting women directly, he says, periods are an issue for everyone. All right. Well, this look at the news brought to you by Chris Dennell. Now it's time for Rick to get all sorts of real on you. That last story is crazy. It's almost as weird as like, can you imagine a state putting tampons in a boy's restroom at a school? <laughs> like that would ever happen. Um, on one flip side note, um, real quick while we're leaving, I just wanted to shout out to uh, to Bill Barrett and his family. Our thoughts and prayers are with your family. Um, Bill Barrett died yesterday. He was uh, on uh, a country music station in uh, Eugene for, oh my God, 40, over four decades, I think, and uh, died of, after battling cancer. And uh, so, you know, our hearts and thoughts and prayers and all that go out to the family and and uh, Bill's a good guy. He was a nice man, <clears throat> a, a, a wonderful voice talent. Um, you'll never see anyone quite as good as him, uh, second then to Ed, Ed Ragazzino only, um, and both of them have passed. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, Bill's got a lot of children. They adopted a ton of kids, um, big hearted man, and that's gonna be hard for their family, so, and hard for the community. You don't just lose somebody like Bill Barrett and things don't change. So anyway, I'm sorry. And Bill, I hope you're um, having fun on the next, in the next life. Um, so that's it for this week. And next week we will be back and we have got a whole bunch of stuff. I hope you like our new format. We're doing kind of trying to focus on more issues and ideas and um, long format kind of things and just playing around with that to see how it works. What you can do to help us is share this on your page. Facebook does um, fool around with us a little. They throttle things when they don't like it. And uh, we want to make sure they don't have that control. Also go to our website, rickdancer.com and sign up your email for our email because we're letting people know we're going to start taking all of our content and moving it that direction to get away from um, 
the social media thing will just be teasing over here eventually once we get everybody moved over. So, all right, have a good weekend, have fun, be good, and uh, get down, get to get to um, Compton Family Wines. Go there this weekend and taste some of their wine and get the deal, get some money off uh, for mentioning my name, and uh, go try them out and have a great night. All right, Gary, I promise I will. All right, see you later. Have a good night. Bye.